Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hucid Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And welcome back with Neil Graff. I'm Mike Henriksen. Great to have you. By the way, Neil, looking over that list of the uh, four-person delinks and lineys, which, by the way, you can call golf addiction now, have you played all of those courses on that list? Interestingly enough, I was just uh, perusing these to see which ones I have played, and I've I've played Del Rapids, Hartford, Vermilion, and Madison. The only one I have not played is Yankton, Fox Run in Yankton. Right, right. That may have to be on my list. My favorite of all these, I love the Madison Country Club. Isn't that great? That's a great course. I haven't yeah. played it. It's been a couple of years, but I, I, I like that course. All of them are good. The Bluffs is good. Yeah. Vermilion. I like uh, Hartford Central Valley and and the Dells is a good course. So uh, yeah. actually, all of them are good. Oh, very much so. And and all great life uh, uh, courses and. Again, the one in Madison is Summer Skip Day, and that is actually at the end of July this year. So go to the website to find the phone numbers for each individual course, get a foursome, and that's the only one that's a shotgun. The others, you can play early in the morning, late in the day, whatever the case may be, and and off you go. And as a matter of fact, you got three days to play the one at Golf Addiction. David Brown from Midco Sports joins us. It's been a while since I've talked to David, and that's what I do. I just call up buddies and, and catch up. David, how are you? I'm doing well, Mike. How are you guys doing? I'm well, thank you. David, Neil, Neil, David. Hey, David. I don't think we've met, but uh, nice to hear your voice. <laughs> it's It's been a while. Back in the days when I was at Kellos, this is probably 12, 13 years ago, so you're, you're forgiven, but yes, I remember talking to you way back when. <laughs> okay, good, thank you. <laughs> now, okay, I'm going to ask, David, so 12 or 13 years ago, you're still a young guy, but that was about when you came to Sioux Falls, wasn't it? Uh, summer of 2008, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been a while, but yeah, I was at Kello from 08 to about Thanksgiving 2012, and then I've been at Midco Sports since. Right, and, but so what was it like? Was there an intimidation factor interviewing a former NFL quarterback who lived right here in Sioux Falls? Um, I mean, probably at first. I, it, gosh, I'm trying to think back to my early days. <laughs> I right. mean, I was, I was at that point. I was just lucky to have a job. If I'm being quite <laughs> honest with you, but uh, no, moving to Sioux Falls from the Twin Cities, where I was originally from, uh, you know, it's, it's a bit of culture shock at first. But I mean, I was still, you know, four hours from home, so it wasn't that big of a of a drastic change rather. And, you know, Jay Elson, who was the sports director at the time, you know, he's the one who ultimately decided to hire me. And so, you know, grateful to Jay and who I obviously still work with to this day and consider a great colleague and a great friend. But, um, you know, he helped me get acclimated to the scene and, you know, meeting people and, and talking to them and kind of applying what I hoped were good skills that I learned in college to, uh, to a professional career as, uh, seem to work out i guess well (laughs) it has indeed it has worked out just fine of course david he is the guy that i go to when i want to know about the northern sun intercollegiate conference david this postseason tournament is going to be rather fun to watch isn't it on both the men's and the women's side oh it's going to be fantastic uh particularly on the men's side both will be great but on the men's side in particular uh, right now, we have four NSIC teams that are ranked in the top 25 nationally. Um, you have Minnesota State in Mankato. You have Minnesota Duluth. 
MSU Moorhead, and Minot State. All of them are ranked in the top 25. So you think about if those four are the four left on semifinal Monday, we're going to have some fantastic games. But let's also not discount Augustana, who's been playing incredibly well recently. They've beaten Minot State and MSU Moorhead, two of those top 25 teams. The University of Sioux Falls has proven that they can win anywhere, anytime. They beat MSU Moorhead in Moorhead earlier this season. Southwest Minnesota State and nearby Marshall, they've competed extremely well. So on the men's side, there's a lot of depth, more depth than I can remember. Usually it's kind of top-heavy with like one or two teams. I could see half the field winning this conference tournament on the men's side easily. There's There's justification there. On the women's side, Maybe not quite as much depth, uh, probably a little more top-heavy. Minnesota State Mankato is, is far and away the favorite. They just play a, a very fun and aggressive style of basketball. They lead the nation in turnovers force. They force 28 turnovers a game. They press you all the time. They have the best offense in the league. They're really fun to watch. They had a 19-game winning streak earlier this season. So they come in as the favorite, but there's a couple of other teams that have a chance uh, to maybe knock them off, one of them being Northern State and Aberdeen, who yep. actually ended their 19-game winning streak just a week ago. So there's tons of storylines, tons of intrigue on both sides, uh, and it gets started a week and a half from now. I can't wait. David Brown joins us from Midco Sports Network with Neil Graff. I'm Mike Henrickson. Yeah, I can remember years where you just figured, okay, it's going to be, I think it was Moorhead and Augie in the championship on the men's oh, yeah. side specifically. And, and that was... Now, you know, it wasn't always easy to get there, but that's usually where we ended up. But this year, it has just been been crazy. What has been the difference for Augustana down the stretch? On the men's side specifically, I think it's just a matter of the pieces fitting together. They had some veterans, Isaac Fink, who's been around forever. He's always remained a sharpshooter. But you know Tom Billiter, you know, there's times where he has, you know, a very upper-class-laden team. Sometimes it's, you know, a real young team. This year's team is kind of just a mixture of both, and you're really seeing some of the younger guys elevate and step up in their new roles. Armand Lewis is one of their guards. He's a freshman. Second half of the season, he has been quite excellent, and he's allowed Isaac Fink to do what he does best, which is shoot the ball. And then some of their bigs, uh, Caden Kirkman was just NSIC Player of the Week this past weekend, uh, Caden Hinker. So the two Cadens have been doing really well, and Hinker, former from, formerly from Mitchell High School, has elevated his game here in his sophomore season. So I think the mix is just coming together at the right time for Augustana. They have a good bench. They have a good starting five. They have all the pieces to make a run. Just their first half of the season wasn't quite as successful as the second half of the season. So they're not nationally ranked. But again, I would not be surprised. They can knock off any team, including the four that are in the top 25 right now. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up Caden Hanker. I remember when he signed with Foggy, I was thinking that is a perfect match because Billiter loves those guys that are flexible, and and that's exactly what Hanker was. He was maybe too flexible there for a while, didn't quite know his role. He did, but you're absolutely right in the sense that Coach Billiter loves flexible big guys. Uh, you think back to Tyler Reimersma, who was a player of the year just a couple of years ago. You think all the way back to their national championship season, Dan Jansen, who was the Division II player of the year. I mean, he was 6'6", 6'7", could shoot, could post up. 
So having flexibility at that size is something that Augustana really values. And Caden Hinker, he's kind of perfected kind of this mid-range shot. You know, the cliche is the mid-range is kind of the lost art form in basketball because everyone wants to shoot threes or get easy twos. But Hinker has a nice mid-range. And then Kirkman uh, also has the ability to, to go from about 10 feet in as well. So who knows if their games will expand in the years to come, but their flexibility right now is uh, proving invaluable. David Brown joins us here on Calling All Sports. I'm Mike, and for Mark, Neil Graff is here. Uh, so tell me about the Northern women. The Northern women this season have been fantastic. Uh, this is easily the best team they've had since uh, Kurt Fredrickson retired. Paula Kruger has taken over as head coach. She took over six years ago when Fred retired. And, of course, as you wait know, Fred's a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> it's been six years since Fred retired? It has. Holy cow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I could present this relevant information to you, or maybe just time flies by for all of us at this point. Um, It does. um, But, yeah, uh, Northern's women this season are fantastic. And what's cool about uh, their success is their best players are local products. Uh, Rihanna Phillippe, who is a star at Lennox High School, she's in her senior season. She leads the conference in assists. She's a do-it-all point guard. And then the person who's really emerged this year is Madeline Bragg, sophomore from Aberdeen. Uh, and, you know, she's a 6'2", I believe, and can shoot, can post up. Um, in my mind, she's a first-team all-conference player this season. But her elevation uh, has really made probably the biggest difference for Northern State this season. And as I mentioned a short time ago, they knocked off Minnesota State to end their 19-game winning streak. You know, there's still one weekend left in the regular season, so playoff positioning is still up in the air a little bit. But right now, Northern's in second place. If they can finish off a good weekend, they can get that two seed and, and have, you know, quote-unquote, more advantageous matchups uh, coming down the stretch here in the postseason tournament. But I really like what they've built up in Aberdeen on the women's side. I think that Bragg is a player they can build around just a sophomore and already averaging close to a double-double. Uh, so even when Philip, he moves on and graduates, if they can, you know, find some backcourt kids, uh, they'll be a force for years to come. Well, and part of that, David, too, is I haven't paid as much attention the last couple of years because I don't have to. So that, you know, so that's <laughs> kind of where, where it uh, runs, where the years get away from me. I was having a conversation, though, with the buddy the other day and seeing what Creighton did last night, knocking off the number one team in the country, and they've got Shireman, and they've got, you know, various folks. Depend on your perspective that they have poached away from other programs, uh, from lesser programs, shall we say. Have we seen that happen at the D2 level? Have we seen kids from the D2, specifically, say, the Northern Sun? I know Parker Fox did it a few years ago, and unfortunate for the injuries but are we seeing that same thing happen that that the mid-majors say are going and getting d2 players yeah you look to aj plitzoid a couple years ago he was the nsic freshman of the year at augustana and then moved on and and had a great career at the university of south dakota before his own injury at that terrible knee injury a couple years ago uh was able to miss a season come back but you know, he, he was good, but he was not quite the same as he was pre-injury. Um, but you're not seeing a, a whole lot of that. I, I think the portal kind of goes both ways. You're seeing kids like a Parker Fox who 
as you mentioned, despite the injuries, is proving that he can play at the Division One level. He's probably the sixth or seventh guy on that Minnesota Golden Gophers team right now, and he's become a really key contributor for them off the bench, and it's good to see after all the yes. injuries. So, yes. you know, key contributor now at Northern State, he was the guy, you know, player of the year, defensive player of the year. But then you can also see on the other side, you can see kids in Division One who maybe are you know, toward the end of the bench or the middle of the bench. Maybe they go down to a Division Two where they can be the guy. So it goes both ways. I don't think we've seen a ton of D2 to D1 movement uh, in either direction. Uh, but there's no doubt when you look at some of these kids from all these schools on the men's and women's side, you can see that the top players are more than capable of playing, you know, at the very minimum, mid-major Division One basketball. Well, and, and listen, Neil, you grew up around here watching the old uh uh, North Central Conference, for all intents and purposes at the time, that was a D1 conference, but nobody came and looked at these kids from South Dakota and Iowa and Southwest Minnesota. Very much, very much so. I think that was the case. Even, you know, high school, uh, we got very few, very little exposure from the big time conferences, Big Ten, Big Eight, just because there, there wasn't much hoopla. There wasn't much media coverage of the of the great athletes right same was true of the college level the ncc played great football and basketball yeah just because we were from the midwest and didn't get a lot of media coverage there was not a lot of uh uh nba nfl uh, uh exposure right uh, uh you know we had a few here and there but uh much more different now but uh very little exposure back then yeah, and, and I'll bring up a name from the past again, cause that's kind of what I do. Nobody can tell me that Arvid Kramer at Augie couldn't have, you know, played at a, at a D1 school. But at the same time, nobody was going, I think it was Fulda, Minnesota yeah, is where yeah, he's I from. Think so. Nobody was going to find the 610 kid in Fulda, Minnesota at the time. That certainly has changed, hasn't it, David? It has because, I mean, well, you, you look at the Summit League and basically it's two-thirds of the old NCC from way right. back in the day anyway. So the difference being Summit League Division One, NCC was Division Two back in the 90s and early 2000s. So, yeah, there's more exposure. Obviously, you know, I'd like to say that Midco Sports plays a part in that. And you can show no question. These football and basketball games. So, yeah, there, there's more exposure locally. There's more exposure nationally. And that's why I think you kind of have uh, the ability for these kids to, to move up and down either way. David Brown joins us from Mitco Sports Network. I'm Mike Henriksen along with Neil Graff. Hey, uh, David, you mentioned Mitco Sports. What role will Mitco Sports uh, be playing uh, on tournament weekend? What, give us an idea of what, what's going to be going on there. Oh, this is the best time of the year, guys. It's, uh, it's, it's, we like to call it our Super Bowl, uh, just because it's, it's tournament season. So for the NSIC tournament, once again, we're doing all the games from the Pentagon. So all the quarterfinal games, all the semifinal games, and both championships March 2nd through the 5th. So it's a total of 14 games in four days. We'll have it all on Midco Sports and streaming on our Midco Sports Plus app. And then flip it around to the following weekend, we got Summit League Tournament, and we will have most of those games. We'll have the uh, first round, the play-in games between the 8th and the ninth seats on Friday the 8th, all the quarterfinals on Saturday the 9th and Sunday the 10th. And then we will have just the men's semifinals on Monday the 11th. CBS Sports Network has the women's semifinals. And then CBS Sports has the championships in the Summit League on Tuesday afternoon and evening. But uh, all in all for us over the next two weeks, uh, after this weekend, it will be 26 tournament games in about 10 days. So uh, we're gearing up for it. It's a lot of fun, and we cannot wait again.
David, I am going to guess that you are keeping March 6th free from any other activities. Is that fair? March 6th. What is March 6th? The day after you're <laughs> done. Yeah, the day after you're done with the NCC. Or, or, or NSIC. NSIC, sorry. Uh, well, then I, I flip right around and got to prep for Summit League. Uh, so true, I'll, I'll, true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the phrase we like to use at the office is we sleep in April. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Hey, David, great stuff. I, oh, before we let you go, I got to ask you about Augustana hockey too, because that's, that's obviously generated an awful lot of talk, incredible facility. Your thoughts on, on that and how that fits in. You know, obviously they aren't the only Northern Sun team with the D1 hockey program, but your, your thoughts on the early going. Um, they got six games left. They're all going to be at that new building on campus, Midco Arena. And uh, I don't even think the most optimistic observer could have predicted what's happened this season. They've won 11 games. You know, even if they don't win anymore, they won double-digit games their first year as a program. That's quite an accomplishment, all things considered. But uh, it's been great. It's it's really been fantastic. You know, they spent the first half of the season at the Denny Sanford Premier Center while Midco Arena was being built. But they made the most of the situation. They have some really good wins and some really good games. Uh, probably their most notable game is, uh, oddly enough, it was a tie against Denver. Denver at the time was the number two team in all of Division One, And they went to Denver. They tied them. They won the shootout in the exhibition. You know, it, it doesn't count for anything. But that was their fifth game in team history. And that put a lot of notice, especially nationally, on this Augustana team is going to be okay. It's got a good mixture of transfers and freshmen. Uh, they've played well recently. They've won four of their last five games. Their goaltending has been excellent. And you kind of start to see in the second half of the season this team starting to gel a little bit. You know, they're going to, of course, lose some players as they do with graduation, but uh, they have the right pieces in place from a coaching standpoint a personnel standpoint, and an administrative standpoint. They have the new building. They have the support of everyone on campus. And uh, this thing's going to grow. I have actually talked to some coaches, you know, kind of outside of Augie Hockey just to, you know, get impressions. And I had one of them tell me recently, this Augustana team is going to be contending for a national championship within the next five years. Wow. And I'd have, I have no doubt about it. I think with the ability to recruit, the ability to uh, be in a conference, uh, that's attainable. They, they're they not officially part of the CCHA for another couple of years. It's kind of like a transition period, but they still played CCHA teams this season, and they earned points against every one of them. So they competed right away. They can compete for a conference championship, and, and who knows? Now, you know, national championship may be optimistic, but I don't see any reason why they can't at least be, you know, on the precipice of making a national tournament within the next four or five years. David, great stuff as always. I appreciate it. Hopefully we'll run into you at one of the tournaments. Tell the Midco crew hello, and we'll be in touch, all right? All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on, Mike. Neal, you guys have a great afternoon. I will do. Thanks so much for the time, too. David Brown joining us here on Calling All Sports. We're back with more right after this. For those who don't like to be still, for those with things to do and the drive to get them done, for those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank, a bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust, Dakota Bank, here for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. 
Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. Hi, I'm Misty Carlson, and next to me is Betsy Weber, and we're with Corey Insurance. It's that time of year again when we reflect on what we're thankful for, right, Betsy? Definitely. We live in such a great city and state that continue to thrive because of all the wonderful businesses and families who call this home. We're so blessed to work for a family-owned business like Corey Insurance. We both understand the power of local shopping. When it comes to insurance, a local agent becomes part of your family. Corey Insurance is an independent insurance agency, which means we can provide you with Plenty of options, so we can find the plan that works best for you and your family. We represent many insurance companies with A-plus ratings, and we're confident we can find one that fits your needs. We are so thankful for our customers who trust us with their insurance. If you're looking for a local agent, we are always here to answer any questions that you might have for planning the new year. Just give us a call at 605-336-6303 or go to kouriinsurance.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Corey Insurance to all of you. Just walking into Vance Thompson Vision, I, I was amazed at the spaciousness, the greetings I got at the front desk. Nine years ago, my daughter had LASIK surgery. She said, Dad, when you're going to have your cataracts fixed, you should check with Vance Thompson Vision first. Well, my wife looks so good now with these new eyes, I think we're going to take a second honeymoon. <laughs> Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pro. And don't forget about Arby's. Arby's has the Reuben sandwich, which I know is the go-to sandwich for Neil Graff. And plus, they are hiring as well for some of you that maybe have winter sports coming to an end as we get to district basketball tournament time. And before uh, spring sports, or maybe your kid isn't going out for spring sports, your local Arby's is hiring. So stop by your local Arby's. They have the meats. Neil, I've got three minutes left here, and I know we can find things to talk about, but can you tell the story about how you got into Wisconsin in three well, minutes? Okay. I'll try. I mentioned to Mike during one of the breaks about uh, that, that story, so I'll I'll do my best. When I was getting recruited, after the my football season of 1968, got recruited by a lot of schools, and I signed a letter of intent to go to Iowa State. So I thought I was going there. But I always always loved the Big Ten, and I was hoping to get recruited by University of Minnesota, but I didn't. But then I got recruited by University of Iowa, University of, uh, University of Wisconsin, University of Nebraska. So they wanted me to take a trip to Wisconsin, which I decided to do on a Friday afternoon, so I fl- I never flown on a plane before. I'm 18 years old. I fly into Madison. They have a couple of football players pick me up at the airport. Uh, they they want you to hang out with the football players to get a feel for sure. campus life. Yeah. So right away, uh, so I get in there. It's eight nine o'clock. Um, they take me to Wisconsin is an 18 state at that time, and I'm 18. <laughs> right. So they take me down to the most popular kind of bar beer joint uh, on State Street adjoining <laughs> Peripheral Campus, and it's packed Friday night down there. 
So uh, I'm drinking a beer. I'm drinking beer because I'm 18. I thought, hey, this is really cool. I never (laughs) drank a beer before. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, the cheerleaders are there and they're kind of rubbing up against me and they're kind of cute and i'm going whoa i kind of like that right uh, and i'm having a beer well anyway short story uh on the plane on the way home i'm thinking uh i always wanted to play football in the big 10 and i think i can do it right but if i can't do it i can have a heck of a good time here so where do i sign i'm a, and and so i signed my letter of intent and changed from iowa state to wisconsin and in retrospect it turned out great but it's always amazing to me what influences an 18-year-old kid's decision. In this case, it was the beer and the girls. <laughs> there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's the thing. Now, of course, you know, people are building big facilities oh, yeah. and that sort of thing. And, you know, but no. there, there's nothing like a girl <laughs> to change your mind, is there? Exactly. Yeah. Still comes down to it. Oh, man. Hey, a reminder also, I am seeing more electric vehicles on the road all the time that is wonderful to see and the folks at billion at 69th and louise they are your experts when it comes to that and so many even the hybrids not even the the pure uh, all electric cars the hybrids are, are great half gas half electric look into it and the folks at billions can absolutely get you sent in the right direction Neil, this is great. I was so delighted when I texted you and you said you'd be joining us. I thought maybe once football was done, you'd you'd stop. It's always fun. You have, uh, uh, I, I always tease Mark about the fact that I, I know a lot about sports, so <laughs> we can ham and egg it on almost any topic. Exactly, and I knew that too. It's always great catching up. I hope your daughter enjoyed it today. I hope so too. I'll check with her when we're done. Yeah, sounds good. Hey, thanks for joining us. I'm back tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every...